and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. this, but did you know New York had an actual red wave on election night and one of the new congressional representatives going to D.C. will join us and talk about how he beat the DCCC chair. We'll also speak with Miranda Devine from the New York Post, but we start with breaking news from the one and only John Solomon right here. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And uh, it is always a pleasure to speak with John Solomon, who's uh, occasionally he'll come up for oxygen uh, from from finding the uh, breaking stories and finding the uh, breaking news that's happening uh, every single minute of every single day. And occasionally he'll he'll come up for oxygen and spend some time with us uh, here on the air. And, uh, John, it's always a pleasure to have you. But your crew at Just the News and, of course, you are working so tirelessly all the time to, to stay on top of stuff. And you're you're getting stories that nobody else gets, which I think is the real value of why I send people to Just the News all the time. But welcome back. Hope you have a, a, a great Thanksgiving later this week. What's going on today? Well, it's there's a lot going on. Uh, let me start with one that uh, we're getting closer to the end of the year. People starting to think about their tax uh, taxes and the, using maybe one of those online tax services. Big warning sign. Uh, just a little bit ago, new report came out conf- uh, saying that H&R Block and other tax preparation service softwares have been sending Americans sens- sensitive financial information to Facebook. It's being scraped uh, through a tool called the Metapixel and uh, sharing this. So the, some of the products involved, HR Block, Tax Act, Tax Slayer, all of those have been identified in a report in The Verge. Uh, the companies say they're looking at this uh, and trying to find out what happened and try to do a better job. They don't want to do it. might have been an accidental disclosure, but it's another uh, reason to remember that in this big tech world, our privacy is always under threat, and uh, this story, I think, really highlights that a lot. Meanwhile, a lot of people talking about the new special prosecutor named to uh, take over. Yeah, the what do we know about him? Very interesting guy. Jack Smith, good question. So he had been in the uh, – right for the last few years, he's been a very well-respected uh, war crimes prosecutor. That's hard work to do that sort of work, looking at war crimes across the world. But in an earlier stint at the Justice Department, Jack Smith was at the center – of two controversies, both involving the pursuit of conservatives. Let me give you the first one. We all remember the IRS Lois Lerner scandal. That was the IRS uh, targeting conservative nonprofit groups without a basis. That's what the investigation ultimately concluded, Uh, sort of an enemies list that they went after. Well, a lot of people don't know this. The entire instigation point, the ignition point for that scandal is actually an email sent by 
Jack. Uh, at the time, he was the public integrity um, chief. And uh, Jack Smith sends an email uh, saying, hey, I wonder if we can't invent a way to use conspiracy charges to go after uh, conservative tax groups. That email leads to a conversation. Conversation leads to a meeting at IRS. And before long, the IRS feels that they're being pressured by the Justice Department to go after these conservative groups. Now, that is a pretty remarkable set of circumstances. And here's the thing you have to keep in mind. No one was saying that there was any criminality going on with these groups. There was no complaint. There was no evidence. That's ultimately what that, the Treasury John, I, I reported on on that. I mean, I was doing talk radio during that time. That was the remarkable thing about what they were doing. These were all squeaky, squeaky clean groups. I mean, yeah. it was people like James Dobson and Focus on the Family who, like, you know, don't ever do anything wrong. So it's like, and that was why a lot of Americans scratched their head and said, "What? what's going on here? Well, now we know. We know that Jack Smith was at the instigation point of that. They were basically inventing a way to go after a crime that had not been reported or even existed, uh, sort of an activism in the Justice Department that I think a lot of people are concerned about. I talked to James Comer, the incoming chairman of House Oversight Committee, Jim Jordan, incoming chairman of House uh, Judiciary both said this is the wrong guy for the wrong job at the wrong time in American history. A lot of people concerned. Let me give you the second uh, act he was involved in. He oversaw the public integrity section of the Justice Department when it went after the uh, sitting Virginia governor, Bob McDonnell, a conservative. Uh, they charged him with bribery and public corruption. He gets convicted by a jury. He gets all the way up to the Supreme Court. And unanimously, the Supreme Court concludes that the Justice Department overreached misinterpreted or reinterpreted the statutes, again, uh, activism, to bring a case that should not have been brought, a big rebuke, a big loss, a big black eye for the anti-corruption efforts of the Justice Department. Jack Smith is at the pursuit of both of those conservatives, and now he's going to be the man with his hand on the flight stick at the Justice Department's decision on whether to charge or not charge Donald Trump in the January 6th and Mar-a-Lago controversies. Uh, that's what we know about Jack Smith. Well, it's interesting that you you mention all of that because uh, Andy McCarthy was on the show yesterday, and he very clearly thinks that uh, Smith's appointment and all things related to it are, are pure political theater. This is not a serious uh, step of investigation, and that anybody that even thinks that this is a, the, a picture of independence that they're joking and there may be he may have mishandled some things i mean mccarthy's not you know super uh clear on trump uh, skating on this but i do think that when you know these types of things in the context and you're going oh this is the best they got i mean when Barr appointed durham th- that was a guy that had not been in the dc beltway noise for quite a while and he was a really good prosecutor from you know way out of town uh this doesn't look to be anything close to that you know, I listen, at the end of the day, uh, we have this ongoing evidence that the Justice Department has been used, been weaponized to go after political enemies, predominantly conservatives under a democratic regime. It started with Russia collusion. A lot of people argue it started even before Jack Smith got in public integrity uh, when they went after Senator Ted Stevens, a Republican senator. That case, of course, gets thrown out. Uh, people learned that it was based on a lot of prosecutorial misconduct. But a, a decade of constant growing concerns that this Justice Department is politicized, making decisions on politics, uh, stretching the law. And, and now a new guy comes in to take on probably one of the most sensitive cases uh, that you could ever have, a, a possible criminal investigation of a, a former president. 
And he has the sort of mentality that a lot of people have repudiated over the last uh, few uh, years. And I think that that's what gives us so much pause, so much concern. When you talk to chairman like Jordan and Comer and others, they see that. And, you know, Andy McCarthy is a very serious prosecutor. He believes the Justice Department does good work most of the time. For him to see that really is an important voice uh, of reason to be shouting out. And I'll mention one thing. When he mentions that politics was involved, just remember one of the first statements that Merrick Garland made as why he was appointed. Hey, Donald Trump's running for president. I'm taking this to a special prosecutor. He himself acknowledged that politics was at the genesis point of why he was naming a special prosecutor. I think that's why Andrew McCarthy's on such solid ground. Yeah. Well, and the the thing about this is if, if this was politics and this bothered him, how is all the other stuff that he's been carrying the water for not politics uh, and and this is the this is what he feels uh, conflicted by. I mean, if you really thought that the that the president was committing the former president had committed serious crimes, wouldn't it be your your oath of office, your duty to the country to see that through? I mean, I don't know, John. It, it just seems kind of goofy to me all the way around. Yeah, listen, and then you have the con- converse thing where they're not naming a special prosecutor and allowing the Justice Department uh, under Joe Biden to continue to investigate. Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and that's been going on for four years without resolution. People say, well, all right, if you're doing it for Trump, why not Hunter Biden? A lot of head scratching going on. And I think a continuation for a lot of conservatives of the perception that uh, the Justice Department has two tiers, uh, a two tiered system, one for conservatives, uh, one one for liberals and elitists. And I think that's one of the things that we haven't resolved in this country. I suspect the new Congress is going to delve into that in a very big way. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. John Solomon, always appreciate your very, very good work at justthenews.com. Go check it out, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Kevin. Great to be with you. You got it. Kevin McCullough, this uh, Tuesday of Thanksgiving week uh, episode continues. Miranda Devine from the New York Post joins me next.